Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. evangelistic. Initially you're thinking, hey, that's awesome. And initially it would be awesome. The question is, every sermon, it seems, seems to be an evangelistic sermon. Now, immediately people are going to think, oh, well that What's the matter with you? you know, don't you like evangelism? Oh, absolutely. Fantastic. Yes. Now, here's where I'm going to have to tread real light. And the reason behind that has a lot to do with motives. And some people are super well intent. They got it, the intention of doing the right thing. However, um, it may not be working. So let me frame it this way. A pastor's job is to teach. I want you to think about if you have a pastor all they do is give evangelistic sermons every Sunday. Now, granted, it's it's everyone's job to put the gospel out there and to make sure that people have an opportunity. It's not our job to save people because we can't. That's the Holy Spirit's job. But our job is to make sure the message is out there. So it has to do with percentages. I would say if you have a pastor who is doing nothing but evangelism every Sunday to the same crowd, it's entirely possible they're an evangelist and not a pastor. Because if you think about it, a Master of Divinity degree, at least in the States, is 96 hours for most programs all over the place. 96 college or university hours. All right. In some places, even more than that, go up to 136. That's a lot of blooming out. One of the most basic messages that we have, that the church has, is the gospel. And by that, I mean the death, burial, resurrection of Jesus and his complete salvation of the individual. All right? 
And, and by the way, I believe that in most situations, people's gospel is too small because they just want to they just want to get somebody's ticket punched so they can get them into heaven. That's not what God's got in mind. And what, how do I know that? Because when He saved Israel, and they didn't do anything to earn it, you know, the message to Pharaoh was, "Let my people go, so they could serve me." We are saved to serve, not to just so, so we can just go nuts and and just do whatever we want and run crazy. That's not what that's about. That's not what's going on. And if somebody has the attitude of that, I would want them to really, really consider their salvation. Because, you know, you can you can serve God out of fear. But God wants us to serve Him out of love. So, back to the point of the messaging. If you have someone whose entire sermons and the entire sermon is focused only on evangelism, that person is not a pastor because a pastor is supposed to be teaching the word. And here's the complication, okay? It's everything else in the Bible. If you're preaching evangelism to somebody who's saved, okay, then basically you're throwing water on somebody who's in a swimming pool. And what that person needs to know is how to swim better. And what that person needs to know is, you know, how to improve. They don't need more water. They're in a swimming pool. But, in many evangelical circles, that's what you see. Is evangelism over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And that's, it, it, don't get me wrong now, every sermon should have an evangelistic element in it. Because you don't know, somebody may have come in, somebody brought a friend, you know, and, and I'll be honest, that happens, at least in certain circles, very rarely. And there's, uh, if, if you want some real grassroots thoughts on that, look into a pastor's writing, who, his name is Ralph Neighbors. He wrote a book a long time ago called The Seven Last Words of the Church. We ain't never done it that way before. Uh, Brother Neighbors, senior made some really, really fantastic discoveries. And I would encourage you to look at that. But people have, who, who are saved need to know. Now, that means they need to be taught. Now, all of a sudden, this is going to sound like, oh, well, LA, he's getting crazy. He doesn't want people to evangelize. No, 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 no. No, that's not what I'm saying at all. Here's what I'm saying. That the most basic, basic, basic message in the Bible is the gospel of salvation. You know why it's that way? You, you, of course you know why it's that way. Because it's simple. God doesn't make it complicated for you to love him. 
and have a relationship. But we have to grow. And to grow, you have to have Bible teaching. And that's got to be beyond evangelism. But let me tell you, it is so easy to get caught if you're a minister in this cycle of evangelism all the time. And my statement to, to those people who feel like they really have to preach evangelistic sermon every Sunday is that they need to be an evangelist. Because that seems to be what their job is. Which is awesome. But if you're a pastor, your job is to teach and share the gospel. And guess what? Everybody's job is to share the gospel. Not just the pastor. The pastor's there because he teaches. Why does he go to seminary for three to four years to preach the simplest message on the planet that God put here? Four years to pe preach a message that anyone who understands the word, and you don't even, believe it or not, even have to read to preach and share the gospel of Jesus with other people. You don't. So the thing is, why are they going to seminary if they're not going to teach? If all it's going to be is evangelism every Sunday. Now, I mean the primary focus. See, here's, here's, the, tra here's the trap. And the trap is this. Number one, it's easy. It's easy to do a sermon on evangelism. It's one message. It's one message, and it's a very simple message, on purpose. Number two, every person, every minister that, that does that can justify in their mind they are doing something for God. Because if you're sharing the gospel, you are doing something for God. And I would agree. But here's the thing. What is your primary focus? What's, what, what are you supposed to be doing for God? supposed to be teaching and they're not and we wonder why the divorce rate is out of control in evangelistic circles I mean in in, in, in uh, evangelical churches and by the way evangelical means that you're pushing evangelism okay I'm not arguing that I'm not arguing against evangelism here's what I'm saying we need more teaching. <laughs> we, we need more teaching. We need more pastors digging in and teaching the Word of God. And here's the thing. If they're a preacher and they can't teach, they don't need to be a pastor. They need to be an evangelist. Why? Because you don't have to... It's not rocket science for someone to go out and preach the gospel. It's not. And some people are gifted for that. The thing is, if you're a pastor, you do have to know deep things. And if you don't, you don't need to be a pastor. because Unless you're learning those, you know what I'm saying? If you've got a heart for the word, the history, the language, the culture, the books, everything in that because 
that's where people get the meat to get stronger and build spiritual muscle. Spiritual muscle is what keeps us from out of divorce court. It's what keeps us from screwing our lives up. It helps us because the Word in us works with the Holy Spirit because He wrote it and it guides us. It makes us stronger. So maybe we can fight that depression that comes when we're in financial situations and stuff and friends die and things horrible happen to us. We have something to hold on to. But if the only thing that you have is a gospel message, then here's what people are thinking. Well, at least when I die, I'm going to heaven. Which makes, you know, ending yourself look pretty good. <laughs> but that's not what people need. No. Not according to the word of God. Not according to Paul. Not according to Jesus. And at the very least, if you're hearing this and, and you're thinking, man, L.A.'s lost it, then do this. Do this. Look into the Gospels and see how many times Jesus was teaching versus announcing his good news. Jesus didn't show up at the temple, beat the high priests over the head and say, hey, I'm the son of God. You believe in me and poof. And, and you know, not poof, excuse me. That's flippant. But I'm saying, you know, believe in me and, and, and I'm the one. But he did say on occasions to people, to crowds, he made announcement of who he was and what they needed to do. Believe in me. Be my disciple. Follow me. Yes, Jesus did evangelism. But if you look at how much evangelism he did, he, he did a ton more teaching than he did just sheer evangelism. Because his teaching merged with the message. Because the beauty of Jesus' messages, if you will look at them, is this. He taught and then he brought them to the starting point, which was him, which was the gospel. He said, you know this you're dealing with? Well, let's talk about that. And here's and here's some here's the teaching on that. And here's here's what I'm saying to you on this. But you know something? Here's the starting point. Follow me. Just like when he talked to the rich young ruler. You know, you need to follow the the Torah. And the rich young ruler said, Yeah, I do that. And then, 
it, it, and oddly enough, Jesus didn't argue with him. You know, oh, no, 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 I'm, you know, I'm, I'm God Messiah, and you, you, you screwed up, you're lying to me. He didn't say that. Jesus did not say that. What he said was, okay, you've got something else you need to do. You need to go and sell all you've got and come and follow me. There's the gospel. That's when the guy broke down. That's when the guy, oh, can't do that. He had too much stuff. He was in love with his stuff. So here's the thing, though. Again, that's how Jesus did it. He taught and linked it to the starting point because the starting point is the gospel, but that's just it. It doesn't matter. If you stay at the starting point, you're never going to win the race. <laughs> you have to grow, learn, run. You've got to go. And you can't go if the people aren't being taught. Our gospel is too small. God's gospel is massive. Our gospel is too small. Denominational gospels are too small. God's gospel is massive is about the whole life of the whole person, of the whole service that they do start to finish from the time they come into the kingdom, then forever. So, with that in mind, let me read, let me say it one more time. I am not against evangelism. I'm not saying don't evangelize. I think that is fantastic. Please do. I am saying, though, that if that is all people are hearing, they are losing out and being cheated, and they're anemic because they're not being given the word. Because the gospel is the starting place, not... It's, 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 it's not the finish. Remember... And, and also, if you have someone who's in the pool, they're already saved. You can throw water on them all, but you're not going to get them more saved. What you can do is teach them how to swim better. And that's what ministers ought to be doing. So, at least that's my take. So, with that in mind, I want to encourage you to keep Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. If you would like to support this ministry, then please go to Patreon under L.A. Blackburn. May God bless every effort you make to do His will in His Word.